0: This is the Oanda Podcast.
1: This is the Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda Senior Market Analysts across the world. Let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good evening from London, Ed. How
0: are you doing? I'm Well, happy non-farm Friday, non-farm payroll Friday, that is.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. The first Friday of the month can only mean the latest U.S. jobs numbers and Well it's been a stronger than expected report. Uh, Jobs growth in the United States remaining pretty
0: robust last month. How have markets reacted? This was a shocker. Uh, We had the headline increase which um, most people were thinking you were only going to uh, you were going to start to see some slowdown in in hiring um, and uh, it almost exceeded the the most aggressive estimate Um, but what really caught my eye was that wage growth. It's, it's not letting up, um, wage growth is key for driving stronger inflationary pressures. Um, and and we saw that the, Average hourly earnings grew by 0.6% for the month, which is twice as fast as what we were expecting. Um, This is going to complicate what the Fed does. Um, In in order for inflation to come down, we need to see the labor market weaken. And uh, right now, uh, this report does not support that narrative. So I think what we're we're probably going to see is there is going to be concerns that this labor market is just – it's not going to break um, as quickly as people were anticipating and that's because a lot of the jobs are service related and typically as we work our way to a recession um, it's the manufacturing jobs that go first the service service ones they tend to to last a little bit longer so this could really complicate you know how uh, the Fed reacts you know in the middle of next year with monetary policy and and uh, the, the, the big takeaway is that after this report, we saw Fed rate hike expectations go up for that February meeting. So it, it seems that the hope was that, um, and the hope mean, meaning if you're wanting to see <laughs> risky assets perform well, is that uh, the Fed would downshift to a half-point rate increase um, later this month, and that the uh, following policy meeting in, in February would see a, a, another uh, downshift to only a 25 basis point rate increase, and now that seems to be not necessarily what the markets are thinking. It, it, the debate is 25 or another 50. Um, so, so that could, you know, support the um, market um, anticipating another full point in rate increases, and that's that's going to be troubling uh, because inflation could prove to be stickier and that could mean that the fed could become a little bit more aggressive in tightening and and that's where the markets could reprice a little bit more
1: as you said analysts have been predicting a, a lower figure and that job creation would weaken you know businesses are are slowing their expansion or cutting back because of all those higher costs it doesn't seem to be happening at the moment so this news has it had an effect on the dollar? Last time I looked, sterling was still slightly up
0: on the dollar, which surprised me. The dollar, the dollar was um, stronger uh, initially, and uh, it did pair back most of those gains. Um, and, and and I think a lot of that um, is uh, somewhat surprising because um, you know the, the dollar, you know, it's been weakening since the um, end of September, and, and now we're probably going to to see that um, you know traders are trying to get a sense on, you know, where exactly will the dollar peak? I think uh, um, the the key takeaway is that um, the peak for the the terminal rate where where, where it could be five, it could be five and a quarter, maybe five and a half at at, at some of the more uh, inflationary uh, fearful forecasts go. Um, But I, I, I think that, the risks of seeing the Fed tighten to six percent, seven percent, are are still off the table now. Um, so, so I think there's a, a a market that now is waiting to see exactly what happens with um, the um, the economy. And uh, I, I think that um, we're, we're we're still seeing a lot of resilience here. Uh, the soft landing scenario is the best case uh, for. You know the high beta currencies to outperform and and continue their gains against the dollar, uh, but this is not likely to uh, I think be the way the first quarter unfolds. Um, there's still I think uh, you know a market that needs to um, anticipate exactly well if inflation is coming down and the economy is still doing well, but now we're seeing um, you know key parts fall into recession, um, you know, the, you know, the, what, what, what's not being priced in is the credit and earnings risk. And, and, uh, that once that happens will lead to safe haven flows. That's probably why you have much of wall street expecting, you know, the, their end of 2023, uh, predictions for the S&P 500 to be either flat or slightly lower than where where we are. So, um, you know, the, the, the problem is that, you know, I think there's, Probably the the most likely scenario is that the U.S. economy is heading towards a recession, and that um, we're you know over the, the last two recessions we're, we're used to you know the Fed and and uh, you know fiscal support coming to the rescue uh, that won't happen this time, uh, and that's because of the inflation danger. So we're 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 we're, we're probably going to see that um, you know markets they've seen the dollar give back a good amount of uh, this year's gains but um you know the the rally um as far as the euro and the pound um, are probably um going to um lose momentum here and uh, i would not be surprised if we saw the dollar um you know um, strengthen at some point either this month or next
1: okay let's talk oil now ed and another turbulent week and t- today it is down again
0: And and this is an interesting week. Um, Oil. This is a. I I think with oil, we were so much focused on not just uh, the price cap discussions, the OPEC policy meetings that are coming up. um, You know, China's COVID situation. uh, There's there's so many drivers, and and oil is. uh, um, It's uh, rising in another volatile week, and um, I I think what you're 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 seeing is that. you know, it, it seems for you know much of November, uh, the headlines were um, you know so, somewhat mixed, and 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 now um, we're 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 getting more uh, bullish signals here. I think um, you know China is showing uh, that they can ease up on some of those COVID rules. Um, you're you're seeing. Continued strength from the U.S. economy. Um, you're seeing an oil price cap that gets put in that really shouldn't infuriate the Russians. Um, I mean, $60 is not really going to to impact them that much. Um, and and uh, I, I think there's a uh, you know, there's been some relief with inflation, which should help with the crude demand outlook, which was getting pummeled um, recently. So so I think there's there's a, a, an oil market that, um, you know, we're, we're we're still vulnerable to some shocks. But uh, um, I, I think that, um, you know, the, the key is China right now. And, and if they continue to soften that you know approach to to fight this virus, that will alleviate growth concerns. And that could, you know, be. Uh, Uh, a key driver to send oil prices, um, you know, another $5 higher or even more. Let's talk crypto. It's been a crazy period, hasn't it? Uh, With all
1: the goings on across the board, but it is surprisingly resilient at the moment, particularly Bitcoin, which is around the 17,000 mark at the moment. I have to
0: say I was quite surprised by that. I think what we saw was this week, we did not really get anything new about Fx, ftx contagion risks um there was uh the wall street journal story on tether loans and that potentially becoming you know the next uh, domino to fall but you know they they're they're refuting it they're i think what we're, we're what we're going to see is um what's going to drive crypto is is going to be how aggressive does regulation become and uh, you know, this week we we heard uh, CFTC uh, chair testify to Congress, and they, they want more they want more power, they want more uh, power to to regulate this industry. And and this is this is nothing new. We we've, we've been talking about this for years. Um, and it, it seems like that will get fast tracked. But um, as as far as just another you know uh, you know contagion risk to, to blow up here, that did not happen. Um, so as that. Um, you know remains the 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 lack of a catalyst of, of selling pressure for for bitcoin is is good news so you you're seeing uh, prices continue to stabilize here does that mean uh, you know this is the the all clear signal no i think there's still a tremendous amount of risk here um, you also had um, risky assets um, they're they remain. They're 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 doing pretty well. I think overall, and I think this is a this is an environment that's tr- tricky for crypto traders. You have too many people on the sidelines. Um, I think for for most, they were waiting to see. Did will we break the recent lows? If so, where does it stop? You know, everyone's got that eighty uh, percent cycle low, which has held up nicely over past you know crypto crashes, and and that would bring you know the thirteen. 1789 level in focus so i think there's a you know we, we we're waiting to see the 16,000 hold and if not then do we break below um that that key level and now i think you're going to probably see that traders are going to be very cautious as far as going back into to crypto but um un- unless we we see um another, Um, you know, FTX or another Terra Luna collapse type scenario unfold, uh, you know, crypto could continue to stabilize here. So I I think the, you know, range traders, tactical traders, they're loving it. But um, for the long term investor, this is still a a moment where you're you're waiting on the sidelines.
1: It's funny because we were expecting crypto contagion, Ed. Why do you think it hasn't happened?
0: I, I think right now, you have to, you know, take a look at, you know, the, you know, the collapse over the last year um, for for Bitcoin. Um, a lot of that was driven by uh, inflation and central banks tightening policy, uh, monetary policy uh, aggressively. And, and I think right now crypto um, was already being up. Uh, and uh, the the FTX contagion risk uh, is is mainly with institutional investors who are very uh, prone to taking on big bets and uh, they're, 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 you know, they're able to write off a <laughs> uh, massive crypto losses mass, you know, this is, this is a part of wall street that, that is known to gamble. So I think you're, you're seeing that the exposure to money managers of pension funds, that seems to be limited. Yes, there were some that took that dive, but um, I think that uh, you're, you're, you're seeing the fallout is, is being somewhat, you um, Somewhat contained here, but uh, I, I think we're 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 still in the early stages of, of figuring out um, everyone behind or everyone that is exposed to to this uh, collapse, and um, uh, th- this will take a lot of time for us to figure out um, exactly how bad um you know the the impact is to both the retail institutional investor and um, as far as what, what other companies are going to go under because of this so I mean we're, we're we'll we'll learn more throughout the months uh but until then um I think uh, the focus is going to be on regulation and um, regulation seems like it's going to try to foster long-term growth um and and that's I mean we've come down so much um I think that's why there's there's a lot of people that, You know, they're they're locked in. They 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 they, um, they're they they're not going to be abandoning positions, um, even if we see another three or four thousand lower.
1: Very interesting, Ed. Okay, that's the last few days that we've seen. Let's look ahead to the next week or so. What are the highlights for you?
0: Next week, we have four big central bank rate decisions. Uh, RBA is expected to raise uh, their target rate by only 25 basis points. Um, That's gonna bring their cash rate target to 3.1%. So I I think what you're gonna see is uh, central banks are downshifting here. Uh, Bank of Canada will have a 25 basis point increase to 4%. Uh, India is, is, um, the ranges are there. Um, some people are, might expect a little bit more, but I think 25 basis points is what they'll be doing and Poland could keep rates steady. So, so I think you, you'll see, um, uh, the first half of the week will be about a lot of rate decisions. We'll get some Chinese trade data, Germany factory orders. Um, but then, um, uh, I think the, um, Key events for me will be on Friday, we get um, not just US PPI, but we also get University of Michigan consumer sentiment, um, which also has inflation expectations. So that's gonna be the the key driver. is the inflation story um, agreeing with what we've seen this, you know, for the the last you know few weeks, or does it kind of support what we got with this non-farm payroll report? So we'll see exactly how inflation is doing for producer prices um, and um, as far as the consumer's um, expectations. So that, that's the, the key events for next week.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much, Ed. Have a very good weekend and we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you so much.
0: This is the Oanda Podcast.